Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One is Mark and John's the other. They love the holidays and the presents. It's two queens, it's two queens. It's the Mary Jubilee. It's two queens, it's two Oh, welcome to Jewel Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Mark, my heart is filled with cheer about the guest who is joining us this week. Please let everyone know who is who it is. They're the hosts of the delightful podcast, The Best Little Horror House in Philly. It's George Heftler. Hello. Hello. Thrilled to be here. (laughs) Thank you for being here, George. Now, you are in Philadelphia, correct? That is correct. Uh, Yes, (laughs) I've been here for for nigh on a decade now and, really and, yeah okay. and, and a, a decade in philly a decade in philly <laughs> do you celebrate like the holidays are there like is are there like holiday <laughs> philly. festivities in philly like what what's go what for the july yeah so it's funny because i am actually jewish but i love them. christmas no oh, i love do? christmas i love sure. christmas i um my mom converted to Judaism in order to like marry my dad, but her whole side of the family is still Christian and everything. So okay. we like just celebrated Christmas as well as as Hanukkah. My dad's like one putting his foot down thing was no tree. There wasn't a Christmas tree allowed in the house, <laughs> but uh, but ev- pretty much everything else we did. Um, and so I never had any issues with Christmas. I love it. I love the sentiment of it. I love walking through like the Christmas village that is so you to get, get a to Christmas your question, village. Yes. Nice. Right. Right more. around City Hall. They build this really nice Christmas village with an ice rink and everything. And, and people set up like little local uh, businesses have shops and stuff that you can walk through. Um, it's a really nice time. And, and there's so, all kinds of great lights up and everything. They do a great job with it, especially um, I don't know how often if they're going to keep doing this, but they had been doing like a huge Ferris wheel and stuff. And really? yeah, um, they, re- they really went all out. And, you know, 
part of what's also cool about Philadelphia is that it's very like neighborhooded in that, mm-hmm. like um, there will be like distinct demarcation points and those communities will be like, Oh, like we're going to do like a big Christmas thing that like takes up the whole block. Basically. I mean, a lot of suburbs and stuff do this too, but sure. it's very cool in like a city where everything is so compact <laughs> to really have mm-hmm. it um, be like this huge lights display. It's, it's is Philadelphia cool like a walkable city. I've never yes. been. Yeah. Really? I, you know it has a, a pretty decent, public transit system which helps and yeah uh you know it's pretty small for its size you know is what i'll say <laughs> it's like san francisco the city like, is, so- is small for its size or the public transport system the city is small for its size um and then in west philadelphia there's all kinds of trolleys and stuff so i can, I can get around no problem over here <laughs> you love a trolley maybe um now the, i've been thinking a lot about like the christmas you are you host a horror podcast your podcast mm-hmm. where people come in and they make a case for why x movie is the best horror movie, but are there a lot of Christmas horror movie? I know there's the franchise. We'll probably get into, we'll definitely get into one entry this week, but beyond <laughs> the silent night, deadly night franchise. What is there? There's the tale, that one tales from the crypt episode, of course, black Christmas. <laughs> black Christmas. Yes. One mm-hmm. of the original slasher movies, uh, you know, directed by yeah. Bob Clark. Who did a Christmas, <laughs> of a Christmas story. story. Yeah. And Porky's. Wow. That's a resume. <laughs> That's Get you a man who can do it all, you know? <laughs> the triumvirate. <laughs> and also Turk 182, which nobody remembers. Yeah. I mean, there it's was a actually... Christmas movie? No, it's another Bob Clark movie. Oh. <laughs> I'm just gotcha. naming Bob Clark movies. Now. Oh, fair. I wasn't sure you'd pivoted. Sorry. <laughs> there's um, there's two Christmas horror movies coming out this very year. Um, There was that Joe Bagos uh, Robot Santa one that's coming okay. out. Is that what Which, it's called? Robot Santa? No, it should be, though. I forget exactly <laughs> what the name was. That's I what people are going to call it. it. Yeah. And then there's the David Harbour Violent Night one. I feel like okay. that's more action. Uh, that's, the, is it? that's what I get. But I, I actually, so I haven't seen too much of the trailers. I saw so the trailer, I, uh, and it looks fun. It plays like an entire Funnier Die sketch, oh, you know, okay. which I'm not mad at. Sure. <laughs> and apparently bloody disgusting gave it rave reviews that today. So there you go. Well, okay. also well, there sounds you go. like a horror movie to me. If bloody right, disgusting, I guess that's true. Yeah. You know, they're wasted by is. your own petard. <laughs> there you go. I hope it is very violent. Don't get me wrong. I do mm-hmm. want to see Santa blow people away. That's a, it's like that scene in Scrooge, but they just made a movie out of it. They did <laughs> right. the movie. Yeah, that was the exactly. movie within it. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, yeah, there's there's some some fun Christmas ones, but I will say uh, the the franchise we're talking about today houses several of my favorites within the, the very <laughs> tiny micro genre. So, well, we might as well get into it. Let's There's never going to be a better segue than that. <laughs> uh, John, today we're talking about Silent Night, Deadly Night Five, The Toy Maker. John, what's the deal with Silent Night, Deadly Night Part Five, The Toy Maker? Mark, let me tell you the deal with Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toy Maker. It was directed by Martin Kitrosser and written by Kitrosser and Brian Usna. And it's the fifth, fifth film in the Silent Night, Deadly Night film series, which includes six, although the sixth one is a remake of the first one, so I don't know if that really counts. Anyway, tells the story of an elderly toy maker and his son who make killer toys designed to kill children. It stars William Thorne, Jane Higginston, Tracy Frame, Brian Bremer, Neith Hunter and Mickey Rooney, who had previously condemned the original film. <laughs> it was released on VHS on November 7th, 1991. I could find no information on the financials, but <laughs> the reviews 
were not great. Uh, Tim Braden of Antagony and Ecstasy called it junky direct-to-video pap, and only the fact that it does, for a brief spell, involve a murderer Santa Claus gives it any sort of leg up over the other films in its series. And FlickeringMyth.com said the film wasn't great, stating the acting is of a level you'd expect, the story has some good twists and turns, and it has an ending that will stay with you for a few days after the credits roll. (laughs) To be honest, it's worth watching just to see the ending. And that is the deal with Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toymaker. So, George, we asked you to pick a holiday movie, and you chose Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toymaker. Why (laughs) Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toymaker? So the reason I picked Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toymaker, is because I love the original Silent Night, Deadly Night. Mm -hmm. I think that it is just an excellent slasher movie to start with. But I also think that it is so funny because it it is very mean-spirited. Don't get me wrong. I think that it is like... (laughs) The first one. (laughs) Yes, the very first one. And when people are like, oh, I don't like this movie, I'm like, I get it. I understand. (laughs) Yeah, not for everyone. It's not for everyone. But I think that it works as a really great, just like you're there to see a killer Santa and it delivers. And that's all you can really ask of an exploitation movie like that. And so everything else, all of the other good stuff is icing on the exploitation movie cake. And so when I was thinking about which movie I might want to talk about, I was like, that's a really fun one for me. But I think that it's less fun for the whole family, so to speak. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, we're family. Thank you. <laughs> not to not to push myself too hard, but uh-huh. um, always an extra seat at the table. We're like Olive Garden <laughs> when you're here, your family. Exactly. So I said, you know, this this franchise in general goes all over the place. Brian Usna. His name is a bit of a, a stamp of approval for me in that you know you're going to get some weird you're, some weird stuff going on in there. He directed the fourth one. He's the executive producer of this one. Like you said, he co-wrote it. And so this one just goes in, in like weirder places. I think it goes more <laughs> off the rails. And it's maybe less directly related to Christmas. Like there's it's not like snow and there's not as much <laughs> right. Santa going wild. Um, but I think that there is a, a lot of fun to be had with this one, especially for someone who, uh, you know, is still trying to have a little lighthearted fare in, uh, in, in the holiday season. It, this is certainly not, uh, you know, I wouldn't say show this to your parents necessarily, but, <laughs> but I think it's a fun time. Absolutely. Grandma, it's got Mickey Rooney. You'll love it. <laughs> uh, what about you, John? What did you think? Uh, was this your first time seeing any of these movies? It was. At first, I was curious because back to your question earlier about slasher movies with Santa Claus, the first horror movie I remember seeing was a movie called uh, To All a Good Night, which is basically like a, a sororities or a bunch of sorority girls are being uh killed by a guy in a Santa suit. Sure. Uh, so I was like, oh, is that this franchise? Because I didn't, I saw it when I was like eight and I haven't seen it again since. But it mm-hmm. wasn't this. So this is the first time I had seen any of these movies. Shocking. Mm-hmm. I thought it was... Uh, yeah, I kept I kept thinking checking the year it came out because it came out in 91 
but it felt so early 80s to me. And I kept being like, didn't Scream come out around this time? And Scream was five years later, but it just felt so from a different era of horror movies than from when it came out. And I don't think it's just because Mickey Rooney was in it, although that definitely <laughs> makes it seem like it's from You're an like, alternate universe anyway. Is this a holiday anyway. classic that I right, didn't yeah. know about? <laughs> from the 30s. The show after Babes in Toysland. Um <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, like, as a director, there's a lot of weird, fun stuff in it. Absolutely. Uh, and that ending was bananas. So I definitely <laughs> am, uh, did not. I didn't hate myself while watching it. Wow. <laughs> How about you, Mark? What are you bringing to Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 5, The Toymaker? Well, I had seen I'd only I remember hearing about the first one, like in junior high and kids talking about it's a fucked up movie where a guy sees his like parents having sex. I might and then goes fucking crazy. It gets <laughs> triggered by people having sex, becomes a killer Santa. And when you're in junior high school, you're like, this sounds like the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> but I, I only got around seeing any of them. I saw part two, I think, like a couple years ago, which incorporates about 30 minutes of part one. So in a way, I felt like I had seen part one and part two is. <laughs> Very fun and very goofy. But then part five, I thought was a fucking blast. I don't know. I thought this thing like <laughs> it just made me so happy. It was so like bonkers <laughs> the entire time. Yeah. It's so goofy. Yeah. Um, it's like it's just, the acting is so overwrought at every moment. They're making the wildest <laughs> choices. I just thought it was a fucking blast. I don't know. I really dug it. I thought it, it flew by. It's like maybe the campiest Christmas horror I've ever seen, which is maybe already <laughs> a campy genre. You know what I mean? Just the sure. fact that Christmas horror itself yeah, Christmas to is horror, yeah. one of the very campiest. And this is one of the gayest ones, I think. This is fairly, I thought it was fairly gay in a lot of ways, which we will be the whole point of yes. the rest of the conversation. <laughs> um <laughs> But I thought it was, I don't know. It was when I checked the time, it was an hour and 10 minutes. So I don't know what to wow. you know what I mean? that. Oh, there's a more, more, more ringing endorsement from And that Mark was Reddy. only because I had to pause and use the restroom. But I was wow. fully into it. I thought it was a blast. I'm ready to watch it again tonight. It just made wow. me happy. All I can say is it made me really happy. That's awesome. I, um, I will reveal that I watched it once by myself in preparation for this and then i was like i gotta watch this with some other people too <laughs> and so i had some people over and we watched it and uh and i was like man as great as this is it really sings if you can get uh, a right crowd people. together yeah and isn't that what christmas mm. is all about so true Bringing so people true together. mark <laughs> this is better than myrrh <laughs> who needs Burr? We got Mur Mickey Rooney. Hell yeah. You know, Mr. Burr himself. He was down in that frankincense. <laughs> and I do think, it a lot, except for a few uh, choices Pino makes towards the end, I think uh -huh. you could show this to a, the family. Because it's not particularly like grisly or anything. You know what I mean? It's right. not particularly like gory, but there's some like weird sexual creepiness towards right. the There's end. a lot of weird Grandma, sexual look away. Yeah, Grandma, don't pay attention. Oh, it's Pino's, over. Pino's going through something. Uh, <laughs> But beyond that, like it was like it is like goofy. Yeah. It reminds me of like Death goofy. Spa in that way. Like it's just goofy mm -hmm. fun. I feel like they're having a blast making it. And I loved killer uh toys. What more do you want? But anyway, that's neither here nor there. George, as you may or may not know, we are looking for the gayest movies ever. We have a complex and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge them. So we're going to go through a ton of categories. And at one point, you are going to come up with a category that will be added, added to, to the wheel, or, or you can choose a pre-existing category. category. Got that? Makes sense? Otherwise, <laughs> you'll figure it out. None of this Got matters. it. Got, Got it. it. Great. 
All right. Well, this is our current top five gayest Christmas movies. This is where we're at okay. for Christmas uh, with a 55.86 in fifth place, White Christmas. And then a fourth of Justin for 56.20, Gremlins. There's your gay, uh, not gay, there's your Christmas horror <laughs> movie. And a 65.21% Die Hard. Uh, next, with a 65.76%, Mean Girls. And number one, still the gayest Christmas movie with a 66.49% is Meet Me in St. Louis. Yeah, All so right. Trolleys. Yeah, it's tough, it's tough, tough to fight that. Uh, <laughs> George, if you had to guess right now, how well do you think Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toymaker is going to do? Uh, you know, I don't think it's going to come in at the bottom. I, I okay. but I, I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it might fall somewhere around Die Hard. I'm somewhere know. around Die okay. Hard. Die Hard in Hard. your sights. Yeah. What was Die Hard's number so again? Sixty-five point twenty, around a sixty-five percentage, sixty-five yeah. percent. All right, yeah. okay. all right. We'll, we'll, we'll see. see what that happens. Might be, you're aiming high, but Christmas <laughs> is the that's season okay, that's what of Christmas miracles. Is for. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I, I, if if you don't set your sight for the stars, you're never going to get there. What are you doing? Right. Right. George, how do you the how do you like rank the other? Because now I'm interested in like mm. parts one, three, and four. Yeah, I, I would say yeah. I'm going one, I, five, two, four, three. Really? Yeah. So four and three don't even bother, maybe. Four and three, uh, look, maybe don't even bother. They're not there. They are. There is some merit to them, but I would say that I don't see myself revisiting them anywhere near as much as I do with one or five. Okay. The two. All right. So you oh, like the bread is. of this whole. Series. Exactly. Yes. Give me that sandwich. <laughs> and also, I will say that the remake is is kind of interesting because it, it it's not really a remake and it. it it keeps the same kind of very mean tone, but okay. it also eliminates a lot of the like backstory. So it's kind of like a stripped down version of the first one. Um, so, you know, it has it's also kind of interesting. I would say maybe that one's worth seeing as well. If you liked the first one. I okay. do love seeing a mean movie. That reminds me. I just I recently <laughs> rewatched Alice, Sweet Alice, which is mm. one of like the most fucked up. Very movies. mean. Very mean. Wow. <laughs> it's really fucking mean. <laughs> They're like actually like rough with an actual kitten in it. And you're like, no, come on. Why? That can't do anything. <laughs> well, she just holds it by the neck, but in a way like you don't like. I don't like yeah. that. Um, on, but Alice. still an amazing <laughs> Catholic horror movie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sure. All right, so let's get in. So the first group of categories are the canon categories. So, so for these, we're each going to give it a score between 0 and 100. Then we'll take the average of all three of our scores. So, George, on a scale of 0 to 100, what would you give Silent Night, Deadly Night 5 in the category Actual Gay Characters? Yeah, so this is difficult. Obviously, no one is explicitly <laughs> no gay. No one is explicitly, but I do think you can make a case for Pino. Exactly. Mm, he I, literally I, comes out of a closet. Right. And then uh -huh. at the scared end, his dad doesn't think of him as a real son. He's scared about that and putting that relationship in peril. Uh, and and his uh, and his whole like drag reveal yeah. when he's like mm -hmm. taking off the Santa suit. Uh -huh. like, he like goes behind a thing and like does a reveal. Yeah, right. It's like a really like burlesque number. Mm -hmm. Sure, he, he, but he is ultimately wants to have sex with his mom. Look, he's confused. I thought it was like a like a more of an Oedipus. Oedipus kind yeah, of, but you know what I mean. Uh -huh. It's kind of like he's all literally his wires are crossed, John. Wow. That's true. So they true. are. That's true. But he definitely came off like even before he was revealed to be a robot. Yeah. Like, Pino's <laughs> giving me vibes. <laughs> He's got his, his name is Pino. And his name after my favorite white wine. Pino. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> Although lately I've been into a Sauvignon Blanc. If I'm mm, being honest, sure, it's too cold. But I, Pino grazed for years. 
Mm-hmm. But I'm, I did I'm think Pino had an energy. And then also yeah. when he screams, I loved when he screams at the mother in their final confrontation. I'm your son now. <laughs> like he's like Fraser Crane, like a, a uh-huh. feminine robot. It was um, wild. It was wild. I also, uh, you know, the Larry the Larva just jumped right down that guy's throat. That's I'm thinking true. that Larry, <laughs> Larry, the Larva. Mutual thing. I actually thought the hand who was on Buck's <laughs> ass, yeah. that was probably. Probably gay. It seemed like yeah. a male hand. Yeah. I, look, it was, uh, you know, giving giving him a little uh, anal play there. He was sure, sure. A little was, butt stuff. Why yeah, not? He was, he was yours a hand. Yeah. <laughs> you want to explore any other part of the body. Yeah. I was like, Derek, the little kid was very like drama. He was very like Joy Division. <laughs> he was very like goth in like suburb Mervyn's clothing, you know, yeah. like. Mm-hmm. But no one is explosive. But gay, uh, Pino, I do feel like Pino. Like, why aren't are there? There must be T-shirts with Pino on them at the horror. Yeah, I don't know. I can't, I'm be. sure that everyone is Pino selling is... out of Silent Night, Deadly Night Five, the Toymaker merch. <laughs> Pino really made an impression on me. Is all I can say. Really, I did. really so loved great. Pino. He was so funny. Yeah, I love Pino. He's great. He's great. Um. Well, what do you want to give? What do we think? Zero to a hundred, George. Uh, I'm I'm thinking. No one is explicitly gay. That's got to be a huge mark against it. But sure. I'm thinking that Pino is bringing enough of a vibe for me that I'm going to come in with a 38. That's where I'm coming in. That's fair. <laughs> I'm going to have to go a little lower than that because it really Pino just seems too weird to me. Gay people really can be gay. weird, John. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say they couldn't, Mark. I'm going to give it a 17. 17. Uh, I'll give it a 40. Given it a 31.67, <laughs> which is 16 points higher than Jingle All the Way. All right. So all right. Nice. Okay. we did that just last week. All right. Our next category, gay icons. How we do it on gay icons? Uh, well, what about Mickey, I mean, Rooney? Mickey Rooney? I mean, I think. Is he a gay? Just because like he did movies like, with Judy. He's right? like old Hollywood in that yeah. way. Like I would say like probably more gay people would recognize him than straight movie fans. Sure, just because, you know. <laughs> so in that way, it's like, yeah, so he's, you know, he's we in the original. Tur- Let's put on a show in the barn and that'll save everything. Um, I feel like nobody cares about those movies he did with Judy Garland anymore. Like, you don't <laughs> ever hear them. You know, they're never brought up yeah. in any conversation. Uh, you're right. in very select circles, Mark. There are circles. You hear about these movies? About. Uh-huh, sure. You hear people are talking about, let's watch this. Uh, what are yes, those movies? Absolutely. People are, people, Mickey Rooney and Judy Garland are yeah, on everybody's lips. And you say there are no weird gay people, John. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. You said I said that. <laughs> Um, maybe him, but I also feel like I don't know. Do we trust Mickey Rooney? No, (laughs) I will say this watching this movie, I sort of became obsessed with Neith Hunter. Is that how it's a Keith with an N, but it's a woman? Yeah, she was like a model and she was like the redheaded best friend who came in. She was fun, she was Mm -hmm. a lot of fun. She said she she had she struck it. I was actually impressed because she said a lot without saying anything. Mm. She'd be like, Oh, you know what I've been through? It's crazy. Don't get me started on my day. Well, here I go. It's like, (laughs) I don't know what any specifics, but I know it's chaotic, like whatever (laughs) she is. Like, she's that energy. For a lot of the movie, you're like, Wait, why are they why are they going after the boy? Why is it? Why is anything happening? <laughs> At first, I was like, "Wait, did I miss something?" I was like, "No, no okay, no, it all no. figures. It all comes together in the end." And also, the timeline in this movie is also very confusing. In that, like, the first scene, you're like, it feels like it's Christmas Eve, but then they're like mm-hmm. two weeks later, and they're still like talking about Santa. So I was like, "I was like, oh, this family goes real full in Christmas right away." <laughs> well, it's starting even before Halloween these days. Oh, so these hard. days, you're right. That's true. 
<laughs> um, but I loved Neith Hunter. So in a way, I will give. Yeah, but I think to her, I was like, oh, I want to know more about her. But she, to me, is kind of the most gay icony of all of them. What about Screaming Mad George, the makeups artist? Because I do like, I think he's one of like the more campier makeup guys. Yeah. Because his stuff always has like a cartoony Society, John. Brian, I love Society. Mm -hmm. Co wrote this movie, directed Society. That makes sense. Um, (laughs) Also, Pino, the last 15 minutes of both of these movies. (laughs) Yeah, they just go (laughs) off the rails. They say, fuck it. (laughs) <laughs> who is used as like just sit down i'll take care of the la- i'll i'll land this plane i believe that he's just like one of the people who gets shunted <laughs> at the end <laughs> most people get shunted yeah. in that true movie. that in true that, that. yeah and also his name is screaming mad george that's so fun that's sure. pretty he um, he loves putting goop and stuff that guy I love he that. makes some <laughs> some gross ass effects <laughs> <laughs> yeah but they're kind of like gross and a wholesome. They're they're, they're yeah. gross in like a sixties. Like, isn't this funny? As yeah. opposed to like, I'm trying to disgust you. you oh, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what do we want to give this for a gay icon? Well, what about Christmas itself? Is Christmas itself a gay icon? Just throwing it out there. Not that this is even a very it's Christmassy a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although there um, are scenes with mall Santas and whatnot. Is Pinocchio yeah. a gay icon? Maybe wow. a little more that one. Yeah, yeah. Right. This is more a Pinocchio movie than a Christmas movie in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. For our mashup. It is. It really is a, a mashup of the two. <laughs> they put just enough Christmas in. They said, all right, put him in a Santa suit. <laughs> um, oh. I don't know. I, I think this has got to be pretty low, even lower than explicitly gay characters for me. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a 20. 20. Yeah. I'll say for Mickey Rooney and Neith Hunter, I'll go 22. 22. Uh, I'll go right in the middle between you guys. 21, giving an average of 21, which is six points higher than Malignant. Okay. Wow. Take that, Gabriel. Take that, Gabriel. <laughs> oh, man. Gabriel versus Pino. Where's that movie? <laughs> yeah, we got The Ring versus The Grudge Girl. <laughs> Thank you. Where is mm. Pino versus Gabriel? Gabriel? They gotta give us another Malignant movie at some they point, gotta, right? They, they must gotta. They got to. He can't start going to stay locked up forever. All right. The next category, the queer gaze. How much could he tell? Like, oh, this is like some queer imagery uh, being presented for us. I did have to Google the director to make sure, like, is this director gay? Mm -hmm. Because there's so many shots, like so many when there are sex scenes, it's all about like the guy's back and butt. Yeah. Yeah. The scene between Buck and like the girlfriend who is like the babysitter. babysitter. She is fully clothed and he strips down to his underwear. Yeah, and the camera's like lingering yeah. on, mm-hmm. like it's all in his see? back. He's got those tidy whities on, yeah. really like yeah. arching his mm-hmm. back into it. <laughs> yeah, and then the opening, <laughs> you know, the stepdad, the dad, yeah, opening was hot too. Yeah. yeah, a lot of a lot of shirtless guys, and also yeah, he like sits down, legs like completely spread, the like yeah. little knee <laughs> flap in his PJ <laughs> bottoms is a little open, and the camera's just like right in there. You're like, damn, he's all like. You, there's nowhere else to look, even like yeah. <laughs> I couldn't help it. That's a queer gaze, I tell you. Yeah, yeah. And I do think how Pino's like reveal, his like drag reveal sequence, when he's like, that did feel like, oh, this felt like a deleted scene from burlesque or something. Mm-hmm. It just had a uh-huh. it had a showy uh presentation. Yeah, he like sticks his hand mm-hmm. out, does yeah. a little flick. Very coy. <laughs> but this director is not gay, married to a lady, and he's actually like one of the top script supervisors in Hollywood. Like he does all of Quentin Tarantino's yeah. movies. 
Isn't that crazy? Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> must be nice. <laughs> Although I did in film school, I had to do script supervising and I was terrible at it because you have to look <laughs> what at What exactly like, is the job of script supervising? A lot of it is just like, do we get every line? And then also, it's also continuity. Like, oh, when you said that line, you were holding the glass of water in your left hand. So you want oh, everything. So you just have to keep track. But to me, there was like, I can't keep track of four things at once. So a lot of, <laughs> and I told, like, yeah. I told my one friend hired me to do a short film. Well, didn't hire me. We're all right. students. You had to do it, right? Me to do it. And I told him, like, I don't think I should, but all right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and how I did told- it turn out? I, we had to do a lot of reshoots because I <laughs> messed it wasn't very it was in the wrong hand. <laughs> yeah, it was, was a like, di- it was a Thanksgiving dinner scene. It was insane. They would look at me like, "Mark, what's what direction should they be running?" I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it was awful. It was a total nightmare. It's a nightmare job. So those who can do it, kudos. <laughs> it's a tough yeah. job. Also, not those Tarantino movies are not exactly the slowest uh, in terms of having to pay attention to stuff. So it probably That's is true, pretty right? difficult. Uh, yeah, but what do we think for the queer gays? Some, some solid hunks. I'm I'm thinking that this one, this has got to be the highest category so far. I think for me think at so. least. Uh-huh. I'm gonna say I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna go right down the middle. I'm gonna say fifty. Fifty. I'm gonna say fifty. I'm gonna say thirty-three. Thirty-three. I th- I had fifty in my head before you said it, so I'm gonna stick with fifty. <laughs> giving it up. Uh, we're we're synced up. We're synced up, giving it a 44.33, which is 34 points higher than malignant now. Wow, really kicking wow. the teeth into malignant. Wow. <laughs> the and teeth that. on the back of the head. <laughs> Both teeth. <laughs> uh all right. Our next category. Entrances with pizzazz. Not a Pino, good one. Pino had Pino, some pizzazz. That is true. True. Pino is uh, the living embodiment of pizzazz in some way. <laughs> sure, sure. He emerges from his little basement cave a few times. <laughs> oh, that's some fun when he rips off his face mask and that everything. Was great. That fun. makeup, his suit looked so cool. I thought yeah. too. Um, I also the the derelict dad or whatever, yeah. the guy who comes back into their life, whose name I just did not absorb in three watches. <laughs> you don't need to. No, it doesn't matter. The dad. Um, not Pino or Pedo. So right. are you going to remember? <laughs> exactly. Those really take up a lot of space in my memory of this movie. Um, but when he like steps out from the shadows in the garage. Yes. In like, the parking garage. I wrote that down. Yeah. yeah. I thought when he and the, the, his what not wife, but uh, the bloody babysitter, when she like falls on the car, oh, that's, the a, of the car. Yeah, she that's a great shot. one. Her chest explodes <laughs> yes. the first time. And then she's still like crawling. Like she's living she's, like shot with so many day. other. Yeah. Little pellets too. Her, literally her chest ex- I explodes. Exploded. Like, yeah. It, we were like, oh, she's dead. And then she like starts nope. moving. And she's no. scrappy. <laughs> Whatever they paying her for babysitter. Not enough. <laughs> not not enough. enough. She is having sex with her boyfriend while babysitting. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I did like um, there is one scene where just. Uh, Mickey Rooney enters going Pino and that <laughs> I thought was funny and also the little lemur pokes out of the guy's eye after it kills it and oh, that kind yeah. of had a very Muppet show energy oh mm, yeah like Gonzo uh, looking at his trumpet yeah, yeah. Larry Larry mm. coming out that was a classic move <laughs> through the eye I also like when the mom storms into the toy shop and says what in God's name was Pino <laughs> doing in my house <laughs> oh man stuff yeah uh yes, yeah, so what do we think for entrances with pizzazz? Hmm. Um, is it Beetlejuice? I don't think so. No, no, no. It's no Beetlejuice, but it has a certain something. Um, 
I'm going to come in with a 38. 38. I'm going to actually give it a 41. John. I know. The icy heart is thawing a bit. Maybe another Christmas marathon. It's a California maybe. Christmas, baby. Wow. Only chilly. It's not cold. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll go 39. What the hell? Given an average of 39.33, which is uh 42 points lower than all about my mother. Which would also okay. be a fun subtitle for this. <laughs> sure. That's the worst. Um, all right. Our next category, the Mike Pence anxiety scale. How much anxiety do you think this movie would give Mike Pence? I feel like the idea of mixing Christmas with <laughs> yeah, any horror sure. at all. Like everybody complaining uh-huh. about the first one. He would feel <laughs> that way about this one. I feel like. I think the fact that Mickey Rooney was in this would make him sad. It was confused because <laughs> also it was like, is that me in the future? Wow. Like someone who made all these great films is now reduced to this direct video pulp. <laughs> hey, there's, I like a lot of there's pulp sex like with that. mothers. Oh, that would actually, yeah. he calls there his wife mother, like so that, that would yeah, actually be true. helpful. <laughs> but that would actually spike. He doesn't want to deal yeah. with those feelings. Like, you true. know, true. Uh, also, hot dad at Christmas? No, he does not want that. <laughs> Shirtless? You can't have a shirt off in no. front of the Christmas tree? <laughs> no. The sanctity of the of the holiday. Yeah, that tree. You must be fully clothed when you're by the tree. It's the rule in my house. Uh, avert your eyes, O Tenenbaum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, how much anxiety do you do? This was not reviewed by Christian Spotlight on the movies, if you can imagine. Wow. The nerve. The nerve. Um, They're missing out. <laughs> They'd probably like this one more than the first one, though. That's Or maybe true. not. There is there is a lot more like intermingled sex and violence in the first one. I see. So I, I thought that sure. they would be very upset. <laughs> um, I think that this would upset Mike, but I think that he could probably sit through it. He he could stomach <laughs> it ultimately. Um, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this a forty. Forty. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's like super aggressive, but I don't think he likes it. I'm gonna give it a sixty-eight. Huh? 68 i don't know i'm going pretty it's it's got sex violence christmas gay robots yeah but the christmas <laughs> is not yeah. like the christian christmas it's like yeah. the the heathen part of christmas so the heathen may yeah. be like yeah this is what you get when you take the yeah christ you take the christ out of christmas you get <laughs> this is what happens five, the toy maker wow you get this a is the slippery slope yeah <laughs> i also like that the toy maker a lot of times these movies have this where like this toy maker makes Rubber snakes and <laughs> planes that can fly on their own yes. with auto navigation. <laughs> Why right. isn't he a millionaire? Why isn't he? He's making incredible fucking things. Because he mutilated a child yeah. one time. That's right. One, one <laughs> time. God, you mutilate one child. No one yeah. ever lets you forget. Uh, I gave it a 90. So giving it an average of 66, uh, which is about 14 points higher than Ernest Scared Stupid. All right. Wow. That makes sense. Right. That feels right. That feels right. All right. Our next category, Hell on Heels. How are we doing in Feisty Ladies? Well, we got Neith Hunter, who, again, Neith. I'm obsessed with. Uh, you the think this was an accident? <laughs> <laughs> I love she just like shows up at the house. She's like, what's going on? They're like, watch the kid. And she's like, she's comes like, oh, and goes. I didn't, I didn't get your son a present. <laughs> right. Just like, my son is in a head-to-toe cask in the hospital. But I'll just wander by your house just to see what's up. No big deal. <laughs> Right. There's a very is was that her son, the kid on the rollerblades? Yeah. yeah. I missed that. <laughs> um 
Gotta watch. There's it again. very funny that rollerblade <laughs> scene of this kid losing his mind, but then it just a slow fade, and then it lights up on this kid bandaged head to toe, just going, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> so it's good. really funny. I also loved him just like making fun of the babysitter's boyfriend. <laughs> like that guy. Oh yeah. No answer. No answer for it. Uh, also, I think Sarah she literally like foot stomps Pino to death and says, "Die yeah. in heels," and yeah. says, "Die, Derek's. you son of a bitch." Rips Derek out of santa's arm at the mall <laughs> yeah that's true and that girl at the mall she's annoying too <laughs> also the babysitter i mean she does survive she's sur- yeah. her chest explodes and she keeps crawling she's shot point yeah. blake with a shotgun essentially yeah, and yeah. Keeps, <laughs> keeps going she also keeps- doesn't let the dad get into the house although she does give up <laughs> she doesn't give up the address that was not good yeah <laughs> So we think Santa <laughs> is like a bit of hell on heels. He always does, but you never see Santa in flats. Wow. It's so always true. a boot. Yeah. A, a kidney heel. <laughs> Sometimes a bit, a bit of a kidney heel, the boot. Sure. <laughs> Any when I picture buckle. Santa, I'm picturing I mean, Santa uh, I think this this category comes more from strident women. So I think it's meant to yes. be more like women. I just that's a conversation. I'm just oh, saying. gotcha, gotcha. Sure. <laughs> just throwing it out just there. Conversation. But I do think Sarah, I did think it's funny how like Sarah never puts her catatonic son into therapy or no one ever seems concerned about. <laughs> he hasn't talked for two health. weeks, but OK. Oh, well, <laughs> if we get him the right present. That'll I'll solve finally everything. Get him a toy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's just the thing he needs. Uh, yeah. How are we doing on feisty ladies, George? I think it's it's a little too centered around the sun and Pino to really score high in this category for me, even though. Uh, there are some appearances of strident women. Sure. Um, so I'm going to come in with a pretty low score on this. I'm thinking like a 27, 27. I agree that there's mostly like the weird Pino pedo, uh, relationship or whatever that we're following here. But the women who are in this are pretty strident. And again, I love Neath Hunter. I'm going to go 55, 55. John discovered a love for Neath Hunter. Mm -hmm. I'm downplaying Um, this movie too much. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'll give it a 49, uh, giving it an average of 43.67. All right. Finally, the last of the iconic canon uh, canon category, George, on a scale of zero to 100, how likely are you to recommend Silent Night, Deadly Night 5 to a gay person? Um, I think I'm g- going to give this a pretty high score. I think it's a lot <laughs> okay. of fun. Uh, I'm going to come in at like a 70. I think that there's a lot to love in it. There is a lot of like the the it's scored high in the the uh, queer gays stuff. So that's right. yeah, that's true. I, I I think that there's a lot to enjoy, especially if you're looking for sort of a, a campy Christmas horror. You know this this I think, I think this is the bill. This yeah. is the one that I'm probably going to recommend. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, I will go 65, 65. Um, I'm going insane. I'm giving it a 95. I would tell. Wow. Okay. You gotta watch Silent Night, Deadly Night 5. <laughs> you think if a gay great. person hasn't seen it, that's like a crime? No, but I think you'll love it. You know what I mean? My passion is coming through of the gotcha. uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I think it's a fucking blast. And Pino is very campy, <laughs> you know. So what's not to like? Oh, yeah. I think there's a lot to love in Pino. Mm-hmm. And they make you <laughs> wait for it, which I like. <laughs> we don't get you tired love edging, of it. yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't get tired of it. It's hey, funny, so- you know, they like there is some weird stuff at the beginning, but, and and so you're like, I figure this will be the like tone of it for the whole thing. And then those last 20 minutes hit 
And you're yeah, just like, I, there's prepared. no way. There's no way to The table was not set for this. <laughs> yeah. And yet, here's dessert. You're never <laughs> bored, but then it just keeps, it, it keeps yes. hiding. It does, it, yes. you know, it does definitely doesn't peak early. Right. No, right. No, it does not do that. Uh, all right. Now we're into the wheel categories. Spinning wheel. So these categories, all categories, previous guests have brought in. We put them on this wheel, which is an app on my phone. So we're going to spin it twice. Whatever categories randomly pop up, we will use to judge this movie. Then there's also a listener wheel where listeners have submitted categories. We'll spin that once. And then finally, you will either come up with a category that we will add to the wheel, or we can pick a category on the wheel that maybe we think works really well for this movie. Make sense? Mm-hmm. All right. So I will spin the wheel for you since you are not here. A remote spin. Does someone die in someone's arms? Does someone die in someone's arms? Uh, well, the Pino fake out death. He does die in her arms the first time. And then she's like, oh, wait, yeah. we can leave. And then he comes back to life and <laughs> she stomps his face in. <laughs> so that's what okay. a boyfriend and the babysitter. Hmm. They're they fall sort of on opposite separated. sides. They fall on yeah. opposite sides of the table. But they were in each other's arms right before they die. So I think there's something mm. to that. Sure. Anything else? No. I Let's see. Mickey it. Rooney pushes Pino down the stairs. How does Pino kill Mickey Rooney? Do we see that? We don't see that. Scene. No, we, we don't, don't see, see that. that. Yeah. And there's and not, then the to be opening honest, there's not that many deaths in this movie. Like it, it right. does it with There's being... mostly but toys who do. Yeah. 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 The oh the like motel owner he dies but that's with <laughs> yeah. the but when you own a motel you know that's coming it come, I guess comes you, with the territory I guess there are more legs but the lemur arms larva, larva, are inside yeah. the larva sorry not lemur yeah the larva's <laughs> arms are inside the manager so true you know it's a that's bit of an it's a reversal effect. yeah a reversal <laughs> mm-hmm. a reversal of fortune maybe. Some arms died. Your arms somebody. died in me. Yeah, but it's not like that big moment, with, with, you know, where it's like goodbye, sure. yeah. <laughs> goodbye, yeah. friend. <laughs> See you on the flip side. I can and... love you like a real son, mother. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, never forget, uh, I've always uh, <laughs> no. What can we forget? Pino, Pino, <laughs> Pino. I love Pino. Pino. I don't know. I think Pino is really underrated gay horror icon. He's great. <laughs> I'm wow. making the case. Someone's got to be the first. Somebody's got to. Got to. It's happening here, folks. It's happening here. History is being made. Uh, yeah. What do you want to give uh, Silent Night, Daily Night 5? And does someone die in someone's arms? I think that we found enough half cases that I feel comfortable giving this a 25. 25. <laughs> I'll give it a 31. 31. Wow. All right. I'll go 27. Okay. Uh, give an average of 27.67. All right. Wheel spin number go. two. Fun. 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 Oh, thank fun, you. Fun, Wheel. fun. Thank you. Wheel. I think this movie is pure fun, fun, fun. Oh, yeah. Even with From the waiting for thrusting. I I totally agree. To me, that's the whole point of this movie is yeah. that it is super fun. It's that it's mm-hmm. so wacky and all over the place and you get these over the top performances. Yeah, uh, this is a fun, fun, fun movie. Absolutely. If this isn't fun, 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 I don't know what is. Mm-hmm. And certainly not dreary. You don't leave like, oh, that was really heavy or tough to get through or no. unpleasant. You know, it's like this yeah. is a romp. Right. The weird stuff is so weird that you're like, yeah, all right, I'm in. So you get to see like Mickey Rooney, like rough up a guy. You know what I mean? Like get in a physical fight with a guy. Oh, there's a bunch of those in Mickey Rooney's 
are there? Does he yeah. reference Judy Garland in any of those movies? <laughs> off off camera, constantly. What are those movies oh, called God. again? There's like Summerstock, Girl Crazy. Um, they're all just like a hoot and a holler. A name for them, Snickadoo. They're all like, let's put on a show kind of things. Like, uh-huh. let's put on a show in the barn, and that'll save the farm. And it always does. That. It always does. And it does. They do mm-hmm. manage to. They do. <laughs> They're still farms. They, Thanks they, to Judy God Garland bless, and Mookie yeah. Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, George, what would you give uh, this movie for fun, fun, fun? Um, look, maybe this will be controversial. I'm picking a 100. out of 100! Uh, this definitely is fun. I felt a little... Uh, there were some slower parts for me. I'm going to have to go 80. 80. Here comes the Grinch. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, I'm going to give it 100. I don't know. I think of all the <laughs> Christmas horror movies I've seen, this is the most fun. All right. You know, it's definitely goofier than Gremlins, if you can believe it. Well, Gremlins mm, is like a good, real, yeah. right? Actual move, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> uh huh. Sure, sure. But sure. It's for like that's this an is, A movie. This that's is an A, a movie. movie. But for a B movie, I felt like this completely. This is delivered. lower than B. This was VHS <laughs> okay. direct. All right, all right. And not DVD. VHS. <laughs> this was the time, though, John. That was where a lot of how you had to see a lot of horror movies. A lot of great movies came out that way. Uh huh. You don't buy, and it so art, did right? so did Silent Night Deadly Night Part <laughs> oh, oh, wow! Great movie. Wow. What a hater! <laughs> All right, shall we go to the listener wheel? Let's go to the Let's listener, the listener wheel. Category. So less categories, but equally beloved and important. Straight up, dick. Straight up, dick. Dick. Um, this comes from Duncan Feister. Flaster. Thank you, Duncan. The category description for Straight Up Dick is full frontal male nudity. The Wang, the Tallywhacker, <laughs> the John Thomas, the Cock. Um, well, you do see Pete Frontal. There's no nothing happening there, though. It's so funny because in that exact moment, she says, no, Pino. And I'm like, that's what I'm saying when you look at his groin. <laughs> She's just reading to the directions. Yeah. yeah. There's no Pino. I guess that makes it a zero in that he tries yeah. that there's literally nothing. There's the absence of. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's anything that even like uh, there's the tidy whities. Do we get some like a hint of an outline at points? We I'm don't. thinking that very the, briefly the angle from uh, from below. Maybe you get some balls, mm-hmm. but not uh, get some not, balls, not, not the some dick. straight up dick. Yeah. yeah, most movies don't have this. It's yeah. rare. It's gonna score low. White Lotus uh, episode White one Lotus of season would. two did though. That'll give it there to you. you. That, you they go. gave it to me. Um, but no, this is a tough one. Tough one for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what would you give? Um, there are straight up dicks though, like asshole character. True, and his name is sure. literally Pino. And um, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna say this is a, a five. Enough a five. enough hints. I'm also gonna give it a five. Five. Yeah. We're being very generous. I will also give it a five. <laughs> um. All right, George. Time has come for you to come up with a category if you have one, or you, we could you can choose a pre-existing because, category. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts? Well, my gut instinct was living toys. Oh, um, you think that makes the movie gayer? Yeah, I th- I think so. I would think so. Look at uh, what's the life size? The Tyra Banks uh, Disney Channel movies franchise. <laughs> yeah. Okay, haven't seen that one. I'll have to check that out. Oh my I don't god, think you need to. I think you're. Is fine. Toy Story oh. a good movie? I mean, a gay Toy movie. Story. Um, 
story between andy and sid i think and like presenting <laughs> yourself in one way to the, mm. like the world but then behind closed doors the heteronormative world sure. there's maybe queer themes to it sure sure i like living uh, toys there's that yeah. that is essentially camp you know look at the yeah. nutcracker there gays love the nutcracker <laughs> i've never seen it <laughs> But you hear. <laughs> I've heard mm. from those weird gays. What would you give this for living toys? I mean, there's a lot of living toys in this movie. I'm I'm I mean, going to say that it's the only thing that, well, Pino himself is a, is a living toy. So it's yeah. So, yeah. the main character is a 100 for me. A hundred. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a 88. 88. Uh, the speed of the DeLorean and Back wow. to the Future, John. Remember that? That's why I did it. That's why you did it. You love mm. seeing those DeLoreans. Mm, that's um, heavy, dude. <laughs> that's heavy, <laughs> dude. Um, I'll give it a 95. Give an average of 94.33. All right. Now we are into the bonus category. Extra, extra. So these categories, as their name implies, are just bonus. So we're rating it from zero to 10. And it's going to be that percentage bonus points it earns in these categories. Got it. All right, the first one is musical potential. Could you see Silent Night, Deadly Night 5 being turned into a musical? Hmm. I don't know about that one, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, you got Mickey Rooney in it, so you've already <laughs> got a little a song and dance man. You could right do there. a killer toy maker movie, like a musical. There could. With a Phil Spector okay. kind of like Christmas score, you know? Interesting. I mean, yeah. what's I tough is like, like the score in this. I thought there the was some fun synthy you... stuff. Definitely. But I think what's tough is that the thing that you remember about this movie the most is the ending. Mm -hmm. And how do you do that on stage or like make musicalize it's that? It it's like him, like his reveal is like him such raping a someone. Hmm. Well, there's that, but there's also um, <laughs> uh -huh, the, uh, uh -huh. that robot striptease I thought was such like, that's such like a, you know, uh, cell block tango that's kind true. of feel. The lights all go out. You see the silhouette. Sure. And then the death by light up rollerblades is so Starlight Express, John. It's <laughs> very Starlight Express. Yeah. Wow. So it's pulling in all these different music. I thought there yes. was. A, yeah. It's like a. a right. All the presents under the tree, so to speak. I see. You know? All right. See, yeah. My my initial <laughs> reaction was it was too all over the place, but I think you're right. That's the lean into it. <laughs> yeah, it's a right. function, not a bug. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm on exactly. board. I'm back on board. <laughs> what uh, I think would be a good musical it depends on how the songs are <laughs> written. Exactly. Ultimately, if the songs <laughs> are true? fun, I think sure. we're fine. Who's getting the book? Who's doing? The Who's music? doing that right. book? <laughs> Keep those La La Land guys away from it. <laughs> Um, and this goes to ten, right? Yeah, zero to ten. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna come in with um with a with a six with a six. A six. I actually wrote for this. Sure, why not? So I'll give it a seven. John, <laughs> high praise. <laughs> I love hearing how invested you are. Um, I'll give it an eight. Given an average of seven, which is uh, one percentage point lower than Pain and Glory, than all mm. but a bar movie. Where's his Christmas horror movie? That's what I want to see. <laughs> Great mm. question. All right, the next category, Queer Menace. How are we doing on Queer Menaces? Well, you know, I'm going to say Pino. Pino. I think I Pino agree. is a Queer Menace. Sure. He's, he's, uh, yeah, I, I think that he fits the bill. He's Also, Killer Rollerblades are a bit of a Queer Menace, I would say. <laughs> Some of the more gayer footwear. You sure, the hand. Wear. The hand that was. Hand. Uh, John did say it was gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it choked him out after. <laughs> yeah. Talk about a reach around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think 
um, a few queer menaces. Yeah, I, I think that this this I'll, I'll give this one a, a seven. Yeah, Pino fans are gonna rate this high. I'm yeah. gonna give this a three. Three, John, oh, yeah. come on. Where's your love for Pino? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm more of a pedo guy. <laughs> Uh oh, you don't want that getting around. <laughs> so no, that's gonna be, be taken out of context. <laughs> I do think it's crazy that they call his character Pedo. It's spelled yes. P-E-T-T-O, but right, the way you Japan, hear it on. is P-E-D-O. Yeah, of right. course. Because he runs a toy shop, and no one thought this is a bad idea. It was Pedo, but then I was thinking, is that what the original uh, Pinocchio guy, Carlo Rambaldi, or whatever his name was, was thinking? You know. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's so funny because it's like obviously his name is Joe Pedo, Geppetto. We get it, but. It's like no one is ever calling him that. They just yeah, scream no. pedo. 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 <laughs> hey, pedo. <laughs> pedo, open up. What do you do to my kid, pedo? Yes. Yeah. What's that Pino doing in my house, pedo? <laughs> so Pino, pedo, you get out of here. <laughs> I'm giving it a nine in Queer Menace. I mean, that's uh, it doesn't get more Queer Menace than Pino. I guess it does by one percentage point. But um. <laughs> All right, our next, giving it a 6.33. Uh, okay, our next one. Character actress makes a big swing. Well, you got your, what's her face? Neith. 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 We got Neith. We got Amy, the babysitter. I right. did like Meredith. the opening scene when the mom, like the kid is just like mushing his pancakes and she smacks <laughs> it and is like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, why is she coming in so hot? Like, what does he do that was so bad? He's just mushing pan- pancakes. <laughs> yeah, he just no mushing them with his hands. It's not like he's... You know, putting the cat mm. down the trash compactor. <laughs> no, it's not like he's putting a gremlin in the microwave. Yeah, mom. <laughs> <laughs> that part, she had her, she had her moments that really made me laugh from time to time. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> from time to time, hey, she from had moments. Some of her moments from time to time. From time to time, she had a moment, uh, as it were, when she could. <laughs> but hey, a lot of movies they never get any moments. So yeah, That's true. I agree. I- I'm gonna. I'm gonna come down the middle on this one. I'm gonna say a five. A five. Uh, I'm. So, we don't have like a lot with the women, but I also wrote: Is Mickey Rooney a character actress? No, I mean, no. Mm, no. Is he like a character actor? I feel like he's always Mickey Rooney, unless he's yeah, doing, he's like being a, a racist, completely racist. Yeah. No, I think he's yeah. definitely a character actor. But uh, yeah, I'll give it a four. Four. Um, I'll give it a, I'll give it a four, giving it a 4.33, which is 0.33 points higher than Blue Crush. Wow. Take that, Blue Crush. Take that, Blue Crush. Uh Next category, Macabre. How macabre is this movie? Well, we have Uh, Killer Toys. Killer Toys. The, I will say the atmosphere is not particularly macabre. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) We're not an A24 territory. No. There was something I thought was really funny. I forget. They were like do like reading someone's like rap sheet and they were like, they arrested him on Christmas. Like <laughs> of all days. Let it slide. Cops. Let, it's him, Christmas. let him have a Christmas. That was Mike Pence being yeah. like, yeah. come on. <laughs> I do think there is something very like Batman villain about like an evil toy maker. You know, there's oh definitely very... there's a toy maker is a Batman villain oh, there toy go. maker. Yeah. There you go. Um, do you think that Mickey Rooney was drinking real whiskey? I yes. do. I don't, think, yes. was. I don't think that he knew the cameras were on. I think that they <laughs> just he definitely seemed like he was in that stage of his life where he was just like, what am I doing? He probably like, Can I wear my bathrobe? Yes, you can. Great. I'll do your movie. They're like, pour yourself a finger of whiskey. And he's like, <laughs> half a cup? Okay. <laughs> That's why we call it fingers in the 30s. <laughs> fingers were different. I got real then. fat fingers. <laughs> yeah. 
There was also that dog tongue toy that Ooh. I thought would like it was looked like a wiener, but then you pull oh like this God. big pink tongue out. Oh, that was I thought weird. that was disgusting. Yeah. What's what's even worse is that in that moment, Mickey Rooney does like a tongue flick as well. Oh. And it's like <laughs> among the worst oh. things I've ever seen. <laughs> and you've seen Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. Oh, you've absolutely. seen all five of them. I've all seen six them of all, them. All six of them. And if they make a seventh, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> That's one ticket sold. <laughs> the only one. <laughs> Also, I think making out in a parking garage is gross. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking that air Chilling. quality. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's a, it's a little macabre. It's not insanely macabre. I'm going to come insane. in with a four. Four. Yeah, I mean, there are killer toys, so I'll go four as well. Four. All the Oedipal stuff at the very end, while <laughs> being very funny, is also really fucking very dark. weird. Yeah. yeah. And very dark at the same time, while also <laughs> being back again to being funny. Yeah. Um. So I'll give it a five. Giving it a 4.33, one point percentage point higher than jingle all the way not bad not bad okay and then finally gay actors playing gay roles i did look up the actor who plays pino Brian Bremer. really he was in uh <laughs> results are inconclusive uh-huh. i will say but he was in the movie miracles from heaven where he played a character accredited as grumpy waiter which if that's not a gay <laughs> mm, character, that's not a gay ca- coded so. for gay character <laughs> yeah <laughs> so inconclusive but not a no but not a yes either mm, i would yeah. say I, I'll I'll, uh, I'll just say that this is a zero. <laughs> a zero. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll have to give it a zero as well, unfortunately. Um, I'll give it a one just in case. Just right. in case. That's fair. Just for your case. love, Pino. One of us had to do it. Yeah. <laughs> one of us had. To. I'll take the bullet for Pino. Any day. Uh, send me fan art of Pino, please. <laughs> you don't know what you're about to get, Mark. I know exactly what I'm getting. <laughs> all right, fans. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, now we are into the iconic category. So these categories are bigger, more wide-reaching, uh, larger umbrella categories. So it's zero to two hundred and twenty-five. All right, all right. First, uh, so the first one, George, on a scale of zero to two hundred twenty-five, what would you give Silent Night, Deadly Night Five in homoeroticism? How homoerotic? Is uh, this movie? Well, we do have that ass play. The ass yeah, play Buck that is kind of queer bait. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, like we said, the very beginning, the you dad, know, you get that guy. Dad. Yeah. I'm what gonna... about the death by toy lemur? There's a lot of like oral fixation happening oh, yeah, with a phallic object. Jams itself down his throat and then pokes right out the eye. Yeah, yeah. That's um, <laughs> which gays are always beating off to. <laughs> Something yeah, just came out of your The first part, John. <laughs> oh, gotcha. There's also a mall Santa locker room, which I thought like, oh, I bet there's been porn scenes set in mall Santa locker room. Oh, sure. I'm sure later that day. Later that day, <laughs> hey, guys, we need this room. Clint <laughs> Howard was still in I it. I couldn't tell. I remember, though, like when I was a kid going through the video store, like live home video was like, that was to me like a mark of quality. That meant like, oh, this is like good, fun, like, uh, over the top kind of stuff. Yeah. Like I knew that because mm. you would always see their logo on like the spine of the box. So in my head, I always knew like, oh, this stuff always kind of delivers in a way. It always gives you what you, it gives you the schlock you really want. They're never yeah. boring. <laughs> yeah. I think that, uh, that it absolutely did. Uh-huh. And I think that there is some homoeroticism in this movie and I'm going to give it out of, out of 225. I'm going to come in with 150. 150. I think there's some man candy, but homoeroticism, like two men together. The hand Uh, squeezing the butt. (laughs) Sure. I will give it for that. I will give it a 30. 
30. John, you're being, you gave Jingle All the Way a 70. You say that was more homoerotic than this by 40 points? It had that that sexy Santa Claus. This had wrestling. more sexy guys. But they weren't like wrestling like that. They were in ta- their underwear was. the whole time. That, but that's not homoerotic. It's not like something homo, it's not like two. Seeing like, a guy in his tidy whities and his butt getting squeezed isn't homoerotic. While he's making out with a woman? He's still, we're not looking at that though. She's blocked at, from the camera. <laughs> yeah, the camera, she's, no, she's off having a smoke. My score remains. Wow. I think your bias towards the movie is coming through loud. I think your bias towards the movie is coming through loud. <laughs> of course it Send is. Send me more Pino. I want more Pino. Send me I'm Pino. I'm totally biased towards a movie I love. I admit it. <laughs> okay. You're not going to catch me there. All right. Um, I'll give it 120. <laughs> Giving it an average of 100. Our next category, drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch this movie and come away with a whole book of ideas? Not a whole book. No, <laughs> not a whole Maybe book. Maybe something with toys. It's hard to yeah. like think like, what's the look that you could be like, oh my Pino. God, I deadly... oh, yes, yes, Mark. You don't think that Pino <laughs> final look is How, like... What could someone do that would make you go, oh my God, that's Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, the toy <laughs> Just like a fucked up Pinocchio or so, you know, just like a fucked up... You, uh-huh. I think that the deliberate lack of genitals in the Pino costume, though, would kind of get in the way of of any like uh, <laughs> sexuality. The top, that, look out, right? Yeah. yeah, I don't think you need to like have genitals. I no, I know, I to. know. <laughs> but I'm just saying that, like, for me, that was why I was like, well, it's it's so there's there's a, 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 a eroticism to uh, going to the drag clubs and stuff, and and so sure. could be. Uh, yeah, and well, uh, and I just think that um, Pino, Pino, uh, in the in that moment specifically, because it, like we said with the uh, with straight up Dong, you know, he's kind of doing <laughs> the inverse. <laughs> I would love yeah. if a drag queen did like a Pino Christmas Santa reveal. I think that's wow. a fun bit. I think that All could right. be a good solid bit. Okay, do people get the reference? No, but I don't think you need to understand the <laughs> reference to appreciate it. I think you could sure. make it universal. This is just inspiration. It doesn't. It's not cosplay. Right. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Also, what's her yeah. face? Nevin? Bevan? Neath. 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 There's one. She's wearing like a red. I wonder if you clocked it. She's wearing like a red and black getup that looked very like 60s Janet Van Dyne wasp wow. mm-hmm. kind of look. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. All right. Actually, here's my second pitch. Please. What about the rocket skates guy? <laughs> I thought so. Very flamboyant. <laughs> that would be a great bit, I think. A great act. <laughs> Um, all right, so there are a few. I'm I'm still probably gonna come in pretty low on this one, but but maybe it's more than I initially thought. I'm gonna say I'm gonna give this one a, a 45. 45. I'm gonna give it a 41. 41. I'm gonna go a hundred, and that's all for Pino. I want to see a Pino. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, you need a boyfriend, is what I'm saying. <laughs> so. I don't want to have sex with Pino. I just think he's a delightfully oh, weird you just want to scream Pino every five minutes. Okay. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But yeah, what's wrong with that? <laughs> All right, our next one. Queer 101. How much of this movie would you say is an essential text? For queerdom. <laughs> mm, probably pretty low. Pretty low. Yeah. <laughs> All I can say is it's the gayest Christmas horror movie I've seen. Yeah, I will. I think that that is going to give it a few points for me. You know, if, if somebody is like, it's Christmas time, I'm a horror fan, I'm looking for something that's going to blend these two with some... You know, over the top action. We just watched Dracula. What can we watch to follow up Dracula? What's yeah. like a yeah. you know fun thing after that? I think this would be a solid pick. Every season of Dracula. Now what? <laughs> <laughs> so so I think I think that within the the specific range of very Christmas, limited, yes. 
I think that there is something to be said for it. Uh, so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna come in with the um, with a 48 on this one. 48. Uh, I think there's really nothing essentially queer about this movie. I'm gonna have to go seven. Seven. All right, <laughs> higher than more than you gave Jingle all the way. So that's something. Uh, I'll give it a 30. Giving it a 28.33. And then finally, last of the iconic categories, Camp Factor. How campy is Silent Night, Deadly Night 5? I mean, that's that's the whole appeal. I mean, that's what, <laughs> yeah, that's what you're wanna, coming yeah. to this movie for. I don't want to see a serious take on this material. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't um, really want to unpack this. Um, yeah. yeah. I thought it was funny at the very end, they suddenly got the blue lightning like technique. Where they're like, oh, yeah, let's start using this the last 15 minutes of this movie. Yeah, it's on um, Larry the Marva, and that's it previously. Yeah. Don't you see it in the killer round Santa doll? He has lightning. Oh, oh yeah, right. it it's very opening. Yeah, you're right. Too. Okay. All right. Okay. You're right. This movie is perfect. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. I don't know what um, I would change. Yeah. Hey. I don't know what I would change. <laughs> Tell you that much. Yeah, you're not wrong. I, not like I mean, Armageddon time when I saw that movie. <laughs> Come out with a checklist. Nothing but man. notes. Yeah. Nothing but notes. I think this is this is a pretty campy movie. I, I think that um it could have gotten a little more over the top. It could have it could have been a little more extreme. Sure. But but I think that for what it's doing, it's hitting the marks for me. So I'm gonna give this a 150 out of 225. 150. I will give it a 141. 141. I got a quick list of campy things I noticed. Here we go. Christmas decorations. Catching your parents having sex and being totally unimpressed. Animated lightning. Clint Howard in anything. A little boy complaining about a store. A mall Santa freaking out. Santa's little helper not being able to read the room. Creepy presents. Mickey Rooney screaming, you bastard. Need I remind you of the killer rollerblades? Cross-cutting between two different sex scenes is a bit over the top. A movie where Mickey Rooney plays a character named Joe Petto and finds Finally, a Pinocchio-type robot thrusting against a woman and screaming, I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. <laughs> this is pretty fucking... I'm going to give it a 201. Yeah. Given you know, an average of 164. That's actually the same score I gave Malignant in uh, Camp Factor. That makes sense. Okay, yeah, That feels right. And it's funny that you mentioned the double sex scene because <laughs> yeah, one fine. of the people that I was watching this with was uh, taught was like, you know, it's kind of funny that Brian De Palma never did a like a split, split screen, screen. <laughs> yeah. sex scene. He was he was too cowardly to go for yeah. it, I guess. <laughs> too limited. Yeah. Never been in a threesome, Brian De Palma. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we're into the crown jewel. So these we don't re- we don't score, we just say yes or no, we think it gets it. All right. So the first one, a 50% bonus for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. <laughs> Does Silent Night, Deadly Night 5 have a positive portrayal of homosexuality? Uh, maybe not. I'm going to have to say no. Yeah, I don't think it does. <laughs> You're Sorry. not making a case for it, Mark? I'm I thought not going to make a case for this, Pino. No. <laughs> Pino's too far. This Pino is turned. He's too <laughs> twisted. The Pino turned, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then finally, negative 50% of all the points if this is the movie Stonewall. This no, is not, not the movie Stonewall, so it will not lose 50% of its points. All right, that's it. We're done. Good All right, job, George. Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toy Maker. <laughs> <laughs> 
So do you still think it's getting a 65 and coming in around diehard territory? I want to believe. I want to believe. <laughs> I don't think it will. I want to believe. I don't think it will, but I want to believe. All right. So I'm going to say right. yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I will tell you exactly how it did. Out of a total possible 2,200.40 points, Silent Night, Deadly Night 5 has scored 1,097.74, giving it a percentage of... 49.89%, mm. making it the 121st gayest movie ever. Not as gay as Manhunter, but gayer than The Shining. Wow. wow. Manhunter. Manhunter is great. There's a lot of <laughs> a lot of stuff in there that would definitely make it gay. So this feels right to me. I think that yeah. feels right. I'm not yeah, mad this at works. that. Yeah. <laughs> and this 0.03 points higher than The Shining. Hey, I'm into that too. That had a guy it's in a, a bear great blowing someone, a Blair co- bear costume blowing someone. Yeah, right. And then one of yeah. the hottest scenes we've ever seen. So <laughs> hot. Oh my god! Beat Followed up by the weekly. coldest scene you've yeah. ever seen. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's a movie with range. <laughs> uh, well, that George, we did it. What a that's treat! We did We're it. done. Oh, what a wow. gift! What a delight to have you on. Uh, is there anything you like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Uh, yeah, I would love to direct people over to the best little horror house in Philly. It's the show where we talk about the best horror movie ever made, according to our guest, at least. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, Mark has been on the show. He mm-hmm. talked about Carrie. I would love I to did. get John on, too. Oh, I'd so love to be on. Should. Mm-hmm. And George great. is great. You don't have to do. A th- George does so much crazy research. Oh, wow. And he's just constantly presenting you with new tidbits <laughs> and facts. You'd ne- I thought I knew everything about Carrie. I didn't. Wow. Uh, OK. It's a, lo- it's a blast. Well, very high praise. And uh, and I-, I encourage people to go check out the episode. It just happened. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of people that you might know if you are a comedy fan, because uh, part of what I like doing about the show is that I just started reaching out to people that I was a fan of. Those happen mm-hmm. to be a lot of comedians. And so it's really fun getting to listen to uh, like recent guests have been Matt Apodaca and Paul mm-hmm. Rust. And oh, they're great. They're both great. And I mean, Paul Rust obviously gets to talk about horror all the time because he has a horror <laughs> podcast, but other comedians don't always get to talk about horror. Uh, and and uh, and so it's nice to see a different side of people and, and let them explore that. So there's all kinds of great stuff over there, all kinds of movies from, you know, the greats like Carrie to the greats <laughs> like. Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, which hasn't been on there, but things of that caliber. There, who knows? John would not make that case, I feel. Like. What John, What movie do you think, what horror, is there a horror movie, John, you would like feel like you would make the case for, like, this is the best horror movie? Uh, I'd have to think about it. I think Carrie is a good choice. Well, it's been done. Carrie oh, was a good true. choice. I don't have to think about it. I would probably look for something that's musical that would be fun to talk about. Ooh, like, no one else a Rocky like, maybe Horror, like, maybe? Phantom oh of the Paradise. Oh, Phantom of the Paradise. That's a great one. Two great picks. Wow. Mm-hmm. Two great um, picks. Yeah. Hannibal hey. the Musical, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Was there a musical? Yeah, Trey Parker and Matt Stone's before South Park. Oh, Cannibal, Cannibal, the Cannibal, yeah. I thought you said oh, Hannibal. Hannibal. Oh, no, no, no. There's a Science of the Lambs musical, but it's not a movie. You got Manhunter on the mind. There you go. <laughs> um, well, yeah, so so look forward to uh, to John coming on the show. There you go. There you go. Nice. Uh, everyone check out the best little horror house in Philly. Uh, you can check us out at Twitter and Instagram at Two Old Queens, TWO Old Queens. Follow me on Letterboxd where I maintain the current movie rankings. Yes, yeah, so you can email us at Two Old Queens, TWO Old Queens at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what you thought. If we got anything wrong, uh, we'd love fan art of Pino from Mark. <laughs> Christmas is coming up. Take Wanna it, Want to stuff please. that stocking? Uh, send it to us there. 
Stuff my stocking with Pino. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of stuffing stockings, you also have merch. If you go to uh, T Public and search for Tool Queens, there's a lot of fun stuff you can buy for yourself and your loved one for the holidays. And a percentage of all the profe- proceeds goes to the Okra Project. So you're not just buying stuff, you're helping people out. And check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Jewel Queens, where we just did the retirement did plan. The retirement plan. Go check that out. We just jingle all the way. We just did jingle all the way with returning terror uh, Olivia Norman. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> check that out. Um, uh, I also, before please. I said it to yes. Mark when he was on the show, but I wanted to say it here in front of all of your fans and John and everyone. Okay. You guys have one of the best theme songs in the game. It's <laughs> so fun. I love it so much. What a treat well, every thank time. You. Yeah, it's it's what a so you great. don't skip oh. it. Nice. Oh, I don't skip it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's high praise. Uh, credit so all credit for that goes to Danny Cohen, who is yes, the composer me. and singer on the. Mm-hmm. Oh, not for the retirement plan. For the first one, though. Yeah, he's the he, well, he's the composer for both of them. He's yes. the composer for both. You sing for the retirement plan. Danny sings the, the main feed mm-hmm. yeah. version. He didn't autocorrect my voice for the retirement plan. So he didn't need to, John. I'm a little under at a few points. John, <laughs> Thank it's you. Fun. People like the raw. It feels intimate. <laughs> like you're there. Right. It's real. That's what the patron yeah, is yeah. for. Yeah, that's true. You're right. It's not for we Fancy don't need polish. an image of you. We want <laughs> no. the real thing. Nice. Know? Warts and all. Not that you have warts. Um, <laughs> I've had warts. You've had, who hasn't? Once you take too many pinos <laughs> into college. Stomach. Yeah, exactly. It'll happen. <laughs> uh, but that's it for us. We'll see you next time, everybody. Stay safe. Goodbye. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Conrad Shin. And special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.